Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I am joined with Roel Sanchez, a realtor with Golden Legacy Group. He's a Southside native? Uh, yes, I am, actually. All right. Um, today, he's joining us. Let me tell you, he caught my eye. Um, not only is he a great realtor, um, he educates the people on the in and outs of the market. And uh, to me, I was fascinated by that because I don't see many realtors do that. So uh, without further ado, I'm with the one and only Roel Sanchez. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. Pretty good. Uh, right. Thank you for that. You know, I mean, my thing is, you know, um, if I'm not helping people out there, you know, what am I doing then? You yeah, know? for sure, so. man. So um, how long you been in the realty game? About a year and a half, actually. Oh, man. So you you picking up traction, man. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm, I'm picking up as much as I can. And, I, you know, my strongest, um, you know, back end for me is or my strongest support system was my team, you know. Yeah, for sure. So um, if it wasn't for them, I don't even know where I would be right now, you know, as far as real estate. Yeah. Real estate is a hard game, man. Dog eat dog world. Oh, I believe it. I, I feel you on the whole team concept. Um, yeah. The two behind the camera right here. You know, Josh, Omar, Sir. Um, you know, uh, my engineer, Michael Cooper. Right. Uh, if it wasn't for these guys believing in the message I'm trying to spread and um, the type of positive I'm trying to, to give back and, and just push into the community, um, Spearhead wouldn't be where it is right now. Yeah, I'm happy to have you on. Thank you for agreeing, man. Um, you re you're, you're one of those people that are going to, really bring light to Milwaukee and its surrounding areas. So I thank you again. Yeah, I mean, um, there was this video that I made a long time ago where I stated that I really want to put Milwaukee in the map. Oh, for you sure. Know? And um, it's going to take a freaking army to do that. You yeah, know? man. Um, I can't do it myself. So yeah. the support system that I have, the network that I have, you know, all of that will, you know, make it happen. Yeah, so, for I sure. I mean, I'm, I'm in it not only for myself, but also for the team. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's jump in. Yeah, of course, man. So uh, where did you grow up? First five years of my life, actually, I uh, come from a um, town or uh, country called Guatemala. Okay. Yeah. So, Guatemalan. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, awesome, sir. Bro. <laughs> Latino, bro. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so first five years of my life, you know, we're over there. Um, it's very, um, I don't have, I have very little memory of there. Yeah, for sure. But I can say, you know, majority of my life was here in Milwaukee. I grew mm -hmm. up in, uh, the South side of Milwaukee actually. Okay. Um, specifically actually on 23rd and Orchard. Uh, so back wow. then it was, you know, it wasn't the greatest of areas and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, my family was here working as, you know, every person here that, you know, wants to make a living and, yeah. um, they worked for me so I can be where I'm at now. Yeah, man. Uh, before I moved to South Milwaukee in about 97, yeah. um, well, the first six months of my life, I was born in the Bronx, South Bronx, nice, New York. And then six months later, we moved to Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, we followed my abuela. Uh, we lived on the South side until about 97, but, I, uh, from, um, 21st and Beecher. Nice. Okay. Before we moved to South Milwaukee. So it's just right there. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's close. But 
Yeah, man. Southside. I love it. Yeah, man. And, you know, Southside's where we end up coming from, and we just got to remember our roots sometimes. Yeah, man. Beginnings. <laughs> so how was childhood growing up? Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, being as spontaneous as I am right now, um, yeah. I was never like that as a kid. Um, I was always uh, that shy kid that really liked soccer. Okay. Uh, from, like, what, middle school to the beginning of high school, I um, always took... Um, had a very small um, circle of friends. Yeah. And usually sometimes there were a lot of um, uh, who played soccer. So I connected with them. And outside of that, it's just mainly me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so would you say like that was your, your, your hobby? What type of other, uh, what type of hobbies were you into? With soccer, it was soccer is obviously one Soccer of was the main thing for me, um, especially okay. if I was in high school. Uh, okay. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, middle school, uh, going into high school, I ended up taking up a couple of other hobbies. Um, believe it or not, I was actually I took up a uh, break dancing. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> at, at the time of break dancing, man, um, I went to uh, this uh, my freshman year uh, called Fritchie um, High School. Or okay, I know. they were yeah. merging uh, from. I think it was called Bayview. So they were merging together at that time, and uh, that's where I met. Uh, two individuals who uh, were break dancers. Okay. And I thought I was the only one, you know, because uh, I only seen videos on YouTube of people in New York, people in Florida, people in California. I'm like, oh, man, mm -hmm. there isn't that much people here. Uh, but turns out, actually, there is. You know, wow. I just yeah. I just didn't have the availability or, you know, the outgoing feeling to start looking for other people that, you know, that did break dancing. Yeah. Uh, until I found these two guys. And I'm like, oh, sweet, okay, so let, let's go ahead and get started on it, you know? Uh, but never really took off, which is fine. I mean, it's, you're essentially breaking your body every single time. You know, if you talk to a 30-year-old, 40-year-old who wasn't breakdancing, yeah. uh, they could tell you that was it the time of their life. Yeah. Okay, guys. But they have they have arthritis issues. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's funny you say that because uh, you know I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. And I have an uncle that back in the day he used to rock the gold chains, the Adidas nice. uh, jump ups, and. Right. Uh, he used to break dance and uh, my Sweet, tío Hector. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because when I see old pictures of them, you know, that, that and he grew up in the Bronx, right. like in the height of it. You right, know what right. I mean? So when, um, you know, I see old pictures like that, old break dancers, <laughs> and it's crazy. They got the, what was that, uh, the hats, the, the Congo or... What's the the one with the kangaroo? Oh, man, I, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, that, <man>. Anyway, <laughs> people, once they hear this, they know what I'm talking about. Right. But um, yeah. definitely. That's awesome, though. Yeah. Not many people can uh, do breakdancing, though. No, dude. It, was, nah. it was hard. I mean, I I was always um, very, you know, um, outgoing as far as uh, doing things that I'm not really comfortable with. And uh, when I first started, you know, uh, doing flips and stuff like that, I was at the park uh when my, my mom used to take us yeah. you know, to the park and stuff like that. Uh, and I started looking up more, you know, like I wanted to learn how to do the backflip. So I went onto YouTube. That's when, what, 2005 is when YouTube was barely yeah, starting. Sure. Man. Can you imagine that, how yeah. it is now compared to how it was back then? Yeah. So I started doing that. And um, I started seeing people doing like backflips. And then all of a sudden I started going into this rabbit hole of people doing <laughs> all of these crazy other tricks. I'm like, what the heck is all this? Yeah. So that's when I started, you know, getting really involved in it. And I just started doing it from there. That's you know? awesome. It's, uh, it's that YouTube university. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Well, yeah. good, uh, props to you for uh, trying to stick with it. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. I mean, I think, you know, at the end of the day, I kind of knew that it wasn't going to take me anywhere. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm glad that I was actually able to get the opportunity to do it. You yeah. Know? Uh, I don't. I don't know how many people can say that, but for sure. Yeah, I'm happy. Your um your personality screams um, caring and personable, and um, who influenced those type of qualities in you? Because uh, I see it all through your page. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm going to have to give it to my mom. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, only because my mom has always, you know, um, told me every single time as I was growing up, you know, mm-hmm. be a good dude. Be a good dude, you know, even though sometimes people can try and take advantage of that. Oh, for sure. You continue on doing it. You mm-hmm. continue on doing it because at the end of the day, um, people will see from what you've done. Yeah. And if you've done good, yeah, people will resonate with that. You know, I, I believe in like karma. Right. You exactly. Know? So it's either good or bad. You exactly. choose. Um, exactly. I always, I, I, yeah, my mother too. Those qualities. Right. She's a, she has a big heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we not kids, but I still love my mother. Actually, right. talking about mothers, today is her birthday. Oh, nice man! That's man. awesome, dude. So happy birthday, ma! I love you. There you go. Happy Shouting birthday. you out right now. <laughs> you better acknowledge me. No, <laughs> no, right. but I, I definitely I feel that, bro. Like honestly, um, mothers. Yeah, you know. I mean, I have the saying like, uh, mothers show you how to be nurturing. Yep. Dads know how to show you how to work. Okay. You know, that work ethic. Yeah, for sure. And for my sure. my dad, impeccable work ethic, you know. Yeah. Um, I get props to my old man. He's uh, been working nonstop yeah. until now, you know, and it's it's still going. It's still going. It's, I'm like, dang, dude, that's crazy. You know, I, th- I think it's, it's more of that um, it's just written in their DNA, man. Yeah. You oh, know. Yeah. But that's a, that's a beautiful thing to have some uh, to look up to, you know. Right. Um, look up to someone like that. You oh, know? yeah. My parents have um, have always and will always be my inspiration. Yeah. What um your name is your brand. Yeah. What's the the type of first impressions you want to leave when you meet someone? Relatability. Um, and the only reason why I say relatability is because um, in the real estate market or in the brand that I'm in right now, yeah. um, it's always about you know trying to be salesy, trying to be salesy, trying to be salesy. Mm-hmm. And I, I was in finance for about four years, you know. Um, okay. being salesy is what I did okay. and I hated it. I hated it because, you know, like you're talking about, you know, types of accounts and stuff like that and you're selling it to them. Like if it's, you know, like candy, you know, and yeah, for sure. And a lot of people get really turned off by that. So, um, I started switching that, you know, model for me from being, you know, a salesperson to just being just a person that's more relatable, that builds relationships and that has paid off time and time again. Yeah. Big time. That's awesome. Um, you use uh, social media as a platform, you know, to educate your everyday people. One of these clips is, is pretty inspirational, mm-hmm. you know, as far as trying to educate people. And um, I got it. And I'm going to play it right now. Get so busy doing your thing. If you're focused on building your home, you're not going to have time to see what people are thinking about how you're building your home. The point is, the mind needs to be obsessed. And if we're not obsessed in creating, we're going to be obsessed in criticism. So if you need to be obsessed, be obsessed in your works, because your works will pay off. You know, that that right there is just a little advice like that, because, I mean... 
being a realtor, it's a part of what you do. You know, mm-hmm. you want you want people to to trust in you. Mm-hmm. I think it, it says a lot when a person goes out their way to actually connect. Mm-hmm. And I see that with you. Right. Right. Like how how was that inspired? Did you like you do video, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you you do your own editing. Oh yeah. I mean that. uh again, it, it all started with um when I first started in real estate, um, actually, I, I, I wasn't going to do videos, you know? Um, yeah. and I had this, uh, one buddy of mine, his name is Gino. Uh, he, he was a DJ at the time and, uh, he ended up becoming, you know, a real estate agent and he started doing videos and stuff like that. And he was like, dude, you gotta get on this. You gotta get on videos because a lot of real estate agents are doing videos or not, they're not doing it as good as, yeah. you know, the ideas that you have. And I'm like, okay, why not? You know, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. The videos that I started out were crappy, horrible, yeah. <laughs> horrible, you know. Uh, but that slowly started building confidence, you know. Like, um, and again, the sphere of influence, the small circle that I have, uh, they looked at my videos and uh, I, sometimes I feel like I think they're just trying to be good friends. They're like, oh, that's an awesome video, man. It's an awesome video. When they know in reality, it's like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But, you know, that influenced me to continue on going, making better and better and better videos. And then, you know, I started doing a lot more things, uh, more editing and stuff like that. Again, went on YouTube, started learning, you know, how to edit and stuff like that. And here I am now. So you're a realtor. We all know that by now. But um, for Golden Legacy Group, how did those paths cross? So the Golden Legacy Group is a a brokerage under another brokerage called EXP Realty. Uh, it's managed by two good friends of mine who are actually uh, husband and wife. That's awesome. Yeah. They, they build their brand by the same exact model that I follow, which is mm-hmm. to build relationships and be as relatable as you can. So when you go to talk to an individual, you're not just only talking about houses. For you're sure. talking about like, you know, how's your day been? Or um, what can I do to make it better? You know, like stuff yeah. like that, you know, building that rapport, building that relationship. Uh, and that motto is what they um, they are always stating and, 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 you know, instilling in us every single time. And uh, that's part of what they call the golden legacy experience. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's uh, what, you mind saying their names? Yeah, of course. Um, Gino Morales and uh, Eloisa Licha Morales. All there. right. Well, let's give one for them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Get them in there. Wham. Exactly. Um, you sold countless homes to locals in uh, Milwaukee and its surrounding areas. Uh, what's the feeling when you, you sell a home? Uh, I'm never going to get tired of this feeling. Yeah. Uh, because... When you first start out, everybody is like super excited. Oh, snap, we're going to go look for homes, you know. And in my back end, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. But I'm like, mm, you're going to understand how stressful it is. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I, we were, me and my wife were in the market. Right. Uh, we stepped back. It just yep. had to. The first house we did a bid on was uh, uh, 50 grand over. Right. And it does just the, what the market was at the, the time. I'm not so sure about it. But, um, you know, that feeling when yep. you first get approved and you're ready. Yep. And uh, we got approved for, I'm not going to say, but we took much less than right. what we got approved for just right. to be manageable. And um, and we were able to, to go to our houses, but the way it was, it was like we had to take a step back. Yeah. 
And yeah. um, but that doesn't you get back. I just I thought I'd throw that in. No, I mean it's it's all about you know like trying to be as um, diligent and as uh, creative as you can with offers. You know, mm-hmm. like I've I've had offers that I've um, lost that were like sixty thousand over asking, and that was you know wow. that was a time past. You know, um, that was about like what six months ago. Uh, right now the market is shifting. For sure. But, you know, uh, but that's besides the point. You know, um, I think you know going back to what I was saying. Uh, everybody is super happy when they start out. Mm-hmm. When they start getting, you know, offer after offer after offer being declined, that's when they start, you know, having their emotions get the better of them. For sure. And that's when you have to be that emotional support. Yeah, for <laughs> you sure. Know, yeah. That's when you're like, okay, that's fine. You know, I've seen this so many times. Don't worry about it. We're going to end up getting it. Um, and then after, you know, after they get the property, yeah. after they go through all of the underwriting and all of the um, fees and all that stuff, when they get the keys in their hands, yeah, all of their stress, you could see it just wipe completely out, and they're just super happy at the end. Yeah, you know, that, that's, that's, that's what I love. That's what I love because I know that they're not going to be paying rent anymore, and they're going to be using their property either to invest on it yeah, or to use it as a piggy bank to later on 5, 10, 15 years down the line, as you can see, properties will continue to go up in value. So it's, it's a smart investment either way. What do you think is most important when you're, when you're helping someone buy a home? Get them to understand that the state of the market is ever shifting. And um, you just got to make sure that to go with it, because if not, you're not going to be able to find uh, a house to get approved on. Because it, it's hard. It's hard. The market continues to shift every single time. It's like the housing market is like the stock market. You know, it goes up, down, up, down. But relatively over the span of 15 years, you can mm-hmm. see it. If you do see it in the spreadsheet, it will continuously go up. So get your bid in now because later on it will be up. What type of tactics attribute to you when you're, you're selling a home? As far as tactics, as you mean writing an offer or, you know, talking to oh, individuals? Just, like um, how you present the home, how you... I saw a video, mm, mm. and um, it's right here. So, listing a property in this market right now will require a couple of old strategies that have been used in the past. Uh, staging your property in the past has always been thought to be a great way of owners getting an edge in a down market, especially if they want to start selling their property fast. So staying with that, what helps you when it comes time to influencing or helping someone buy a home helps you? That's on so, your side. So going based off that video, um, yeah. the that would be more towards the listing side. But on the buyer side, um, if they see a listed property that is fully staged, okay, uh, they... They love the idea of it. You know, they start creating their own ideas of how to decorate the property and stuff like that. And um, when it comes to that, um, yeah, that's great. That's amazing. But I always try and educate them as far as like, hey, why don't we start out in the basement first? Let's take a look at the bad first, and then we can enjoy the good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, because if the bad is worse, then why look at the good? Because yeah. we know we're going to have problems. Talking like that, um, we were we went to go see a house out in Caledonia, mm-hmm. the yard, biggest yard we had seen. Yeah, um, and then you know it looks great from the outside. We go inside. Um, someone who previously had owned that home w- had a disability. Mm-hmm. You could tell that they were in a wheelchair. Right, um, the floors 
heavy smokers at that too. Right, right. But um, I'm like, okay, we we could work around this. I do floors, so I could put just tear out the carpet, tear out, you know what I mean, clean it up, and uh, it was all good. And I was thinking, like, I really want to put a bid in this. And then all of a sudden, we went to the basement, and when we got to the basement, now I'm telling you, it had a huge front yard and a mm-hmm. huge backyard. When we went to the basement on both sides, front and back, foundation cracked, yeah. leaning in. Right. No type of support to hold it right. together. And it was it was like, holy cow. I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I did not tell them, like, hey, we have to check the basement first. Yeah. You know, because if... I just... That's the reason why I brought that up, because of the way you said that. Right. Um, exactly. You got to look at the basement, look at the bottom to get to the top. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's, that's where the foundation of the property, if it's not good... Your yeah. whole property is going to end up falling down sooner or later. For sure. Who influenced your uh, type of work ethic? My dad, actually. Um, yeah. My dad's a landscaper. He's been a landscaper for more than a decade. Okay. You know? um, and he always woke up, you know, 4.30 in the morning. And <laughs> he used to always wake my mom up as well because, you know, he, he wanted her to, you know, make her food and stuff like that. And um, that's but that's a beautiful thing right exactly, there, man. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, throughout all that commotion, the cooking and all that stuff, we used to wake up as well. And, uh, you know, dad used to always tell us, like, you have to make sure that you sleep early so you can wake up early and start catching the day. That's awesome. You know, because you got you to gotta work like the whole world is seeing you. I'm not going to lie. Um, I quit drinking about, it's coming up on a year. Yeah. Tossed out old habits and in with the new, but this has been my focus. Yeah. Just um, putting this together, getting interviews, great exactly. people like you, such as right. yourself. And I think, um, you know, when I'm not doing floors, um, I'm doing this. Of course, I'm incorporating my family. I love yeah. my family. I love my kids. Right. I want to instill what your father has instilled in you. I want to be a role model. I also want to give that to, to kids out here in the inner city, you know what I mean, all around in general. I really think that's important. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially right now in this culture right now, um, it sucks when there's a lot of people that are trying to be entitled, you know, and they yeah. don't have that work ethic. Yeah, I understand that you feel like you deserve a lot more. Yeah. But are you showing that you deserve a lot more? I mean, I'm so glad that I have my dad that, you know, has instilled all that work ethic in me and I'm, you know, pushing as much as I can with it. That's awesome. What are some highlights that stand out in your career as a realtor? I just work until I get my clients the property that they want. They want, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 that grind, you know, like, oh, we didn't find it. We're going to put it away for a while. Well, if you put it away for now, the house that you'll want yeah, will yeah, come up sure. on the market and then end up leaving by the time you start saying, like, hey, let's, let's put a pause on it. So let's just keep on grinding and let's keep going. Being from the south side, how is that attributed to your success? Being from the south side uh, and also being in a, a low income has really, you know, made my, um, like, I don't want to live like this. You know, my parents yeah. are getting older. Uh, my dad, you know, I don't know how much more years he has working. He, he needs some break. So that, that's my drive. And I think because of where I lived and because of the low income that I had, it, you know, it continued to be like, I, I don't want to continue on living like, you know, in a small area where uh, we're just getting by. That's a beautiful thing. Our parents were work, you know, hard for us. You know, oh, yeah. there's going to come a day where we got to pay that back. Exactly. And I just feel, I feel that with um, 
Latinos. It's just a sense of family. Yeah. Taking care of your own. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's that level of, um, of conservatism. Like, to, to, you know, to, you're so reserved in um, your, your family values yeah. that, you know, and, and it keeps on going down and down and down through generations and generations. And uh, yeah. I love it, man. I, I love the, the Hispanics, you know, uh, family-oriented, yeah. you know, way of life. This is not to exclude everyone else, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want everyone feeling left out, but it's right. just um, th- that resonates with um, Hispanic families. Oh, it does, it does. And like you said, you know, not, not to, you know, yeah. you know separate um, different um, people. It's, it's just, you know, it's what we, were, we grew up with. We're Hispanic. We get to see that. As a realtor, what are your goals with Golden Legacy Group? I think my goals with the Golden Legacy Group is to work, you know, as a team and push each other up. You know, I don't want to be the only one on top. I want to make sure that, you know, um, those that have helped me are also with me on top. You got to remember where you began. Exactly. That's how I would say um, you got to remember where you began and you got to keep it with um, humble beginnings. Exactly. What is advice you would give to potential buyers? They're thinking about thinking about it but they haven't just made that leap honestly i mean it may sound as cliche as ever ask you know ask um ask a professional yes who uh, a qualified professional that just ask them random questions they love to talk you know i i haven't i haven't seen a mortgage banker or a loan officer say like no i'm sorry you can't do it they ask you you know like what do you want you know, mm-hmm. uh, what do you want to do? Uh, how are your finances? This and that. Where are you at as far as credit score? And um, then they'll tell you, like, okay, um, you might not be ready right now. Mm-hmm. The good thing is that you know now, so yeah, you can prepare sure. later. To those loan officers that go above, you know, above and beyond, they give them a platform. They give them a timeline of what to do, yeah, how to do it, how to get there, and uh, they will follow up with you. Like I said, it's cliche, but sh- just ask. One of the videos I came across your page, I, I wanted to get more of an in-scope of what you meant through this video. It's so easy for us to listen to our friends and family about the state of the market, but when it comes to a real estate agent telling you otherwise, we're completely skeptical. The truth is, we seek validity through our feelings, and who better to help us with that than our friends and family? What influenced you to make that video? <laughs> If we're taking it down to the basics, the basics of, of, of like humans in general, yeah. we are unbelievably social creatures. Yeah. You know, we desire and we drive by having somebody pay attention to us, you yeah. know, and it doesn't matter, you know, if, if, if you say, no, no, that's my, I want to stay alone. No, you, you want to be desired. You want to stand out. With that level of social, you know, gathering between people, um, our small circle of influence will generate our you know what we have as far as opinions and um for those that are there they will go ahead and start validating your opinion your 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 validation starts becoming truth and now you start listening to you know people that i'm not going to go ahead and say are not educated in the matter that are just more of uh the yes man when that happens you block yourself from going above and asking a, an educated individual or a, um, a qualified uh, a loan officer or an agent. They probably know a lot more as far as the state of the market because that's their job. That's what they're getting paid to do. Yeah. They're not getting paid to say yes, yes, yes. You know, they're not, you're not, they're not there to, to, to cover your feelings. They're there to tell you exactly what's going on. 
That's so, awesome. And that's, that's kind of what I, uh, what I meant by that. Like, yeah, there's a time and a place for everything. There's a time mm-hmm. and a place where to seek validity with your family, you know, emotionally, um, physically, if you need to, and sometimes, you know, financially. But when it comes to like making humongous decisions, like, you know, buying your first property, I think, you know, going uh, to somebody who can tell you otherwise is probably a good idea. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Shoot, that's uh, that's that's something that it's really, really hard for me to answer. I've always, you know, gotten that answer, and I it's that cliche answer. I'm like, I want to see myself, you know, earning so much more, uh, helping a lot more people, and honestly, you know, um, I just want to, you know, give it my all. Yeah. So when the five year mark comes up, I'm like, oh snap. Yeah. I gave it my all, and this is where I'm at. Okay. So if giving my all five years ago made me here, I'm going to try again in the next five years, give it my all. For sure. So, Is it everything you thought it would be as far as w- w- joining this? Like I said in the beginning, it's a dog-eat-dog world, mm-hmm. uh, but it's fun. Um, I really like the challenge. Uh, I like challenging myself. I like going past, and if I don't see like I'm being challenged, then um, I start falling, falling off. So that's a, that's I like the challenge. Uh, there are other sharks out there, and uh, I'm not saying I'm trying to be a shark, but I'm definitely trying to be um, up to par. You have a team. You've yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. How many people are in your team? Um, I so including myself, uh, it's a very small circle. Four, oh, okay. Uh, oh, that that is... are in the Golden Legacy Group. Wow. EXP itself has like eighty something, eighty something thousand agents. My group, my team is only four. Okay. Uh, and the reason why is because uh, you, we confide in each other. You know, yeah. uh, we have the husband duo, husband and wife duo, Gino and Lee Cham. And then uh, we have myself. And of course, we have uh, Sadie, who is another um, amazing realtor as well. You know, we help each other out. We give each other constructive criticism. And um, honestly, it feels more like a family that's, you know, telling each other. Tight knit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Super tight knit. And um, I'm super thankful for that. You know, like they'll tell you what it is and how it is. And if they don't like it. Yeah. You know, so what? <laughs> you are, know, are you the only one on the team that uses videos? Um, or do they too? Or you do you offer your services to them? Or, uh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not the only one. Uh, okay. Gino is another, we call him the social media king. Okay. Uh, or the social media guru because he knows his stuff. You know, he yeah. knows, he knows about, you know, um, the analytics of like, you know, how to position your uh, your YouTube video or your social media video and stuff like that, and then he gives us ideas, softwares that you know uh, that he uses, and uh, he tells us like, hey, you got to use this because this is simple, this is nice, and it will take your videos to the next level. Right. So um, we have um, Sadie; she uses more of like um, uh, motion graphics, as in you know, like cards, business cards that are more motion graphics, as in like okay. they, they're pretty cool. Um, We've been trying to get her to do videos. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not for everybody, but she, yeah. uh, to be honest, she, she would be a beast at it. She yeah, would be a beast at go. it for sure. Um, I think our, our whole team would be in a, like, super great at making more videos. That's awesome. How often do you guys meet up? Do you have, like, team meetings every, like, month or every week, every, bi- like, two weeks? Uh, almost every single day. Okay. And uh, but not in not in the way of like, hey, it's a team meeting. Uh, but more like, we have an event going on today. We have an event going on tomorrow. We have our 
solo team event going on this one day. So we're always seeing each other. Okay. Um, and a majority of the time it is through Zoom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if it were in person, shoot, that'd be awesome, you yeah. know. But I know everybody has things to do, you know, real estate agents, uh, they wake up in the morning and start showing properties. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, how, how important do you think it is to uh, meet as often as you guys do? Extremely important. Extremely important because uh, that's how we get, you know, our motivation. Like, for example, I sell two or three houses in one day and I'm like, hey, I sold this this much in um, this month. You know, what about you? Yeah. You're not doing as much. OK, that's not bad. Let's figure out, you know, how to get you there. You know, like, yeah. and same thing, you know, like if uh, Gino or Lee just sounds like five, six houses and stuff like that. Same thing. How do we get there? How do we get you there? How do we get you to be on like um, to w- making that same exact um, uh, sale within the months and stuff like that? So. When you first started, who was a big mentor for you? You felt you connected within that team that really mentored you to, to get to the level you're at right now. So there's two different ones. First one, of course, is uh, Gino, who's uh, taught me all about, you know, uh, the social media aspect of how to uh, do real estate through social media. Okay. Uh, he's helped me quite a bit on that. And essentially just basically just telling me, like, hey, just do it, man. Just do it. What's the worst thing that can happen? And then as far as, you know, like the nitty gritty of real estate and stuff like that, you know, like the contracts and all that stuff, um, Lija, uh, she's sometimes uh, we were at the office and she would just, you know, she's doing like three, four offers as she's also teaching me about contracts and stuff like that. So I would say that, yeah, I mean, they, they both have been pretty big inspiration for me. That's awesome. I'm going to give them. Give them there. <laughs> exactly. They done turned you into a beast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest things is that we learn off of each other. Yeah. We have certain um, strengths that we take advantage of quite a bit. I think team is a lot. My team, you got Josh there, you got Omar right there, um, and Michael. It means a lot. Doing what we're doing and being united Right. and not we don't expect anything from it. It's not like we're doing this for any type of money in a sense you know any exactly it's more of a just wanting to send out a positive message and i think my team that's this is very important that's why i wanted to go a little more in depth right right. what advice would you give to any anybody thinking about becoming a realtor it can be extremely lucrative you can see real estate agents online um, living the best life that, that they have, and they start saying, like, oh, it's so easy, it's so easy, it's so easy. Uh, it's not. Yeah. It's unbelievably difficult. Um, because if you don't start with a small team, you won't know what to do. Yeah. Um, if you don't start with a mentor, you're going to be unbelievably lost. Going from, you know, a uh, really nice salary, you know, getting paid twice a week, you know, yeah. once a week and stuff like that, to being solely on commission is the most difficult transition that you can make. Yeah. And um, if you are not ready for that, I would say start making a plan to be ready. Because if your goal is to become a real estate agent or to become a realtor, do it based on a timeline yeah while you're still working don't give up the job that's paying your bills because you're not going to make it unless you have somebody else who can help you with that you know talk to people 
get educated enough to understand that this market is um, ever shifting and understand that you're going to be on full commission. In depth, becoming a realtor, what, what are the steps you had to take in order to become one? First and foremost, you know, you, you got to understand what a realtor does. You know, um, you got to talk to a real estate agent. Um, and nowadays there's tons of real estate agents out there. You know, I think maybe you might know one in your small little circle, you know, in your family or friends that might be a real estate agent. Um, you know, just ask them how it is and stuff like that. And then, um, how to get started. Uh, getting started is you have to get licensed first. You know, you have to take a course um, of understanding the contracts, understanding the do's and the don'ts, the legalities of things, all of the crazy stuff, you know. Um, sometimes it could take a week of study. Other times it could take, you know, a 72-hour course. Wow. Yeah. And then you have to take your license. And if you pass, awesome. If you don't, try again. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, this is a journey that you're on, and I can see the passion in, in your videos. The posts you make and I think um, we need more of that yeah yeah we definitely need more um, of this uh, clinical psychologist that I you know I religiously listen to all the time uh, his name is Jordan Peterson have you heard of him yes oh my god he's actually so in the beginning of my journey yeah um, of sobriety yeah. from alcohol um, I watched all his YouTube videos and he really shifted my mindset and yeah. with habits, yeah. and he's from Canada. Yeah, Jordan Peterson is an unbelievable individual. His his level of you know knowing and and just basically talking is is, yeah. is insane. You know, sometimes uh, people get lost and like, what the heck are you saying? Yeah. But you know, you just gotta listen to it a couple of times and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Get it through. Uh, exactly. There's this um, really really good a saying that he said actually in a Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> Joe Rogan's my idol. <laughs> exactly. No, Joe Rogan's amazing. He's, he's amazing. Uh, the saying goes that uh, people think you have to be weak, mm -hmm. that you have to be docile, and that you should be a pacifist. I know. I know what this is. You got to yeah. be a monster. And then Jordan Peterson's like, no, yeah. you got to be a monster. Yeah. You got to be an unbelievably mm -hmm. like crazy monster. You got to be ruthlessly ambitious, relentless, and then learn how to control it. Yep. That resonated with me like crazy. I'm like, holy snap. Because, I mean, uh, and like yeah. Joe Rogan followed up by saying like, it, it's like that saying goes, you got to, um, it's better to be a warrior in a garden they, they, than a gardener, gardener at a war. Yep. And I'm like, holy snap. I, I get that. Uh, I, I get that a in, lot. In the beginning of my journey, I, I've jumped between videos of uh, Jordan Peterson and Rogan. And it's one thing that Rogan said, I've brought this up in the past. You have to find comfort. And discomfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't be content. Exactly. You know, as soon as you feel comfortable, do, do something. Oh, yeah. Like to, to get out of that because that's the only way you're going to level up. That's awesome that you bring them up because <laughs> really um, I always start the day with a positive vibe type right. of video. Exactly. Especially Joe Rogan podcast, you'll get that. You go on YouTube and you will see that. Yeah. He has several videos. Oh, and yeah. I mean they're they go for quite some time and I listen from the time I wake up. Uh, even going in the car I'll still listen to it and um yeah. It's just they're, they're influential people and it, it's just um super damn. influential. Yeah, super influential. Jordan Peterson uh it's uh it'd be amazing one day that I get, you know, I can meet him, but He's, he's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, man, dude, 
Thank you for coming on. No, dude. No, hey. thank you. You know, this this was an experience. This is uh, this was a lot of fun. For everyone out there, this is Roel Sanchez, and he is with the Golden Legacy Group. If you are looking for a home, this is the guy. Spearhead is putting their name on you, brother. Thank you, thank you. you. But um, I definitely appreciate you for coming on here. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, I'm always happy, you know, to to share what I have uh, to educate people and, you know, just just talk sometimes, you know. What ways can people um, contact you? I mean, they can always contact me through either social media. I have, you know, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, recently I started getting, you know, TikTok and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, they can contact me in any way. I have my phone number on all of my social media pages as well. So I'm guessing your name is on each platform. Yes. So it's, that, yes. Okay. Yep. Just yep. got to make sure. It's pretty simple. <laughs> they they got to get there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But again, man, um, thank you. No, yeah. It's, thank you. It's been a pleasure having you come on and... You know, speak your truth and um, talk about what you do. Been a pleasure. Awesome, yeah. Thank you so much, man. All right, brother. Um, Thank you for coming on again. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. All right, man. Get so busy doing your thing. If you're focused on building your home, you're not going to have time to see what people are thinking about how you're building your home. The point is, the mind needs to be obsessed. And if we're not obsessed in creating, we're going to be obsessed in criticism. So if you need to be obsessed, be obsessed in your works 